0: Praise the Lord. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Lord, we are so thankful for a time such as this. Let your word invigorate our hearts. Let it convict us of the truth and give us all that we need to succeed in your will. In fact, let's pray in the spirit for a while. Because the words that are about to come to you, they need to birth something new and powerful. And I want your spirit to be receptive. So pray in the spirit right now. I'm ready to receive, ready to receive, All that you have for me, Jesus. My faith is alive. I'm ready to receive, ready to be instructed by your word. Oh Lord, here I am. Come on, pray. Come on, pray pellet home rock takasi abes je de pellet to polo do bolotto rete pelletai rati polo to sefi pineneli akiato suturumas zepele ze pelletai copo pos glory to god teletai thank you jesus again as we have said our hearts are ready to receive your word jesus we are confident in your ability in us, confident in your spirit in us. If we are going to do life well and do 2024 well, oh Lord, it's by your strength, not by power, not by might, but by your spirit, the strength that you supply by your spirit. Lord, we thank you. We honor you today. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Come on, shout glory. Hallelujah. Praise the name of our Lord Jesus. All right, so I want to first and foremost congratulate you. You have made it to this point in 2023. You've come literally to the end of this year. And I know your story could be, I mean, my own testimony of this year is all sorts. It's a roller coaster. It's been ups and downs, but you've been here and I want you to just put a little pat on your back and say, well done. You've tried. Because you have. You really have. All right? But you see, we are here on a mission. We have a whole year ahead of us that is going to be monumental both to our respective individual lives and corporately as a ministry. It's going to be a very defining year for us. And so there's, some, there's a word that I have for you from the Lord to help prepare you for that. All right, I want you to open your Bibles right now. We're gonna go into the scriptures, Isaiah 43 from verse 18 to 19. Very popular scripture, but I want us to see something very powerful there. Glory to God. See, God is gonna touch many of you tonight, give you words that you need to run, the words that will carry you into 2024 and through 2024. Oh, glory to God. Are we there? Isaiah chapter 43 from verse 18 to 19. It says this, Remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. Powerful text. You know, in, naturally speaking, it's never really a good thing to forget something. But scripturally, there are places we see in scripture that tell us to forget I'm going to show you another scripture that talks about this. But it says, remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. It says, behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Oh, it starts by saying, forget the things of old. Forget them. Behold, I am doing something new in your life, in your community, in your church. I'm doing something new. Can't you perceive it? Oh, so much to talk about this, but let's start with the first part. Forgetting the former things. In this year, 2023, you've gone through the goods, the bads, the uglies. I know it's been one heck of a ride. Whatever it is you've gone through, the the Lord is asking us to forget them, to forget them. Philippians chapter 3 from verse 12 to 14, very popular scripture, you know it all too well, Philippians chapter 3 from verse 12 to 14, it says, not that I have already obtained all this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on. To take hold of that for which Christ took hold of me. Beautiful. It says, Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself to have yet taken hold of it. But one thing I do. This is Paul coming a long way. He had listed his credentials, just some few verses, how he's a Jew of Jews. He's of the tribe of Benjamin, a Pharisee of Pharisees. This guy was solid. But he says, there's one thing that I do, regardless of all my accomplishments, I forget the things which is behind. The things that are behind. And I strain towards what is ahead. I strain towards what is ahead. This is powerful stuff. Verse 14, he then says, I press toward the goal. To win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. This language is powerful. What Paul is telling us is it's easy for you to get complacent with the achievement of the past. Oh, I prayed for five hours. Ah, ah, ah. It's never been done before. Five hours. That's how long I prayed. Forget your five hours. You made mistakes in the year 2023. You did things you shouldn't do. There was this, you know how Romans 7 describes the things you don't want to do, you found yourself doing them and the things you didn't want to do or the things you wanted to do, you found yourself not doing them. So, even the mistakes you have made, the things you were like, I this year I made this promise That I was not going to go back to this thing. I was going to leave these associations, drop this weight in my life. Yes, I understand. And I know you wanted this year to be a year of consecration, a year of fruitfulness like the Lord promised us. But perhaps you did not achieve that. Forget the things which are behind. Your past cannot help your present or your future. It doesn't. You you can't hold on to it and expect to move on well. Forget the things which are behind, the Lord says, through Paul. Forget the things which are behind. And in the scripture we read in Isaiah, it says, forget the former things. Whether there were delays this year, forget it. Whether there were regrets this year, forget it. Whatever it is, good, bad, we're in a place where we're going to move on. And this doesn't mean that you're not going to... Give yourself a thumbs up in the ways where you did well. No, that's different. You should honor, you should respect, you should celebrate your progress and how far God has brought you this year. But in terms of progress, in terms of moving in accordance to the will of the Father, you need to learn that God has started or is about to start something new in your life. And I thank God for the year. The year gives us a picture of... You know, wrapping up the year gives us a picture of we've done something, we've closed the chapter, and now we're moving on to something else. It gives us that idea. It says forget the former things. The second part of this text is that God is doing a new thing. And he asks, he said, do you not perceive it? It it means that it's possible for God to have started something new in your life, and you miss it. You don't realize it. That Jacob could say that God was here and I did not know it. It is possible for God's activity in your life to be present and proactive, and you miss it completely because you're not sensitive enough. But I want to tell you: as a church community, God is doing something new and beautiful with us. Amen. He's doing a new thing at the vivified church. He is. And, I, and some of you have prayed, you've said the things you want to see in the new year, and look, I, I, I commend you for that. I really do. And God is going to bring you to pass in the name of Jesus. But I want you to realize that, look, whether you feel it or not, God has started a new thing. Glory to God. He's doing a new thing. Praise the name of Jesus. But... Here's the thing. When I say something, he's doing a new thing, I don't mean something entirely new that's never once existed before. Even if as you're going into the new year, the assignment God has given you, right? Even if it's the same assignment, what could be new is the grace that you receive. The Bible says in James chapter 4 verse 6, it says, but he gives more grace. He gives more grace. Do you realize that God gives more grace? and Contextually, to those who are humble enough to say, Lord, let your will be done. I want to serve you and I need your ability. I can't go in my own strength. He gives more grace. The assignment may be the same, but he gives more grace. The visions might be the same, but he gives more grace. The goals and New Year resolutions may be the same as they were this year but he gives more grace. Hallelujah. It's a season of new beginnings that we're stepping into. But let me ask you this question, and and, and I want to introduce you to where I'm going to with this. What is this new thing that God is doing? I know for different people in different times, in different communities, it could be one thing or the other. But I think for us as a community, as a church, God is doing a fresh thing. In our midst, if he's given us a fresh start, that's the new thing he's doing with us. Can you see a fresh start? A fresh start. Now, some of you know uh, what they call refurbished products. A refurbished product, or maybe people who buy second-hand phones. You know what I'm talking about. UK used, yada yada yada. Um, it might not be new altogether. But it's refurbished. It is looking fresh. Just because it's been used doesn't mean it cannot be fresh. Just because you've been in a certain place doesn't mean you can have a new, fresh experience with that thing. So let me tell you right away where I believe the Lord wants us to have a fresh start. All right? I'm going to give you four ways. Things to expect a fresh start. Number one is this. A fresh start in discipleship. A fresh start in discipleship. A fresh start in your spiritual journey. Many of us have had year upon year learning the things about the gospel, learning the things about the scriptures. You pray, you try to uphold your your devotion and things like that. But hmm. God can give you a renewed desire. a a renewed desire to want to grow, to know all that you can, to track your growth in the new year and pursue spiritual growth. That's what God wants. So I want you to give God a chance to mold you and make you in the new year. I want you to not be complacent. That contentment you have for where you are, I want you to banish it. I want you to stand up and say, look, there is more in God. When Paul was describing in Colossians 3, the, the heights, the depths, of, and the love of Christ, look, he was saying, look, you cannot scour the dimensions of God's love here on earth. It's not possible. There's so much more to experience in Christ. And Paul said this in Philippians chapter 3, verse 10. He says, that I may know him, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. I may know him. I may share in his sufferings and become like him in his, in his death, in, his, in consecration. So the, even with all the, the, the progress you've made to see that, yes, there is still more. A fresh approach, a fresh yearning and longing to want to know. Oh, that you are increasing in the knowledge of the Son of God. That's what God wants to do, a fresh start in discipleship. That even if you've grown as a disciple of Christ, there is a fresh start. Renewed energy, renewed perspective, renewed drive to want to know again. It is possible. God wants to make it new, brand new, fresh. I believe it with all my heart. So I want to encourage you to position yourself this year. When the month of January starts, What are your spiritual goals? What are your discipleship goals? Where are the things you don't know enough of that you need to, what, to fill in that gap? And what are the things you know already so well that you want to grow in proficiency? Are you with me? The things you know, you build on them. The things you don't know, you bridge that gap. That is what I want to see in the new year with you. I want you to know that it's a fresh start in your discipleship, almost like you're starting afresh. But not that you're starting afresh, but you are just going with this new fresh energy to know the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. The second thing, which is very similar to what I just said, is fresh passions. Fresh passions. God wants to give us a fresh start even in our passions. Uh, there's a renewed desire to know the Lord, a yearning that you, you want to tarry longer in devotion. Where it feels like it's, it's the first time that you're walking with Jesus, where, where, where your walk with Jesus made sense for the first time, times 10. That aggressive passion, that you can talk like David and say, Look, I, I long for the time that I meditate on your word day and night. That David just talks in, in, his, in the Psalms about how he longs for the Lord, how the word of God is like water for him in a dry and thirsty land. Passion to tell people what you know. I want God to give you that fresh passion where you're not just doing church, you're not just marking attendance, but there's a desire to be here. A desire to come to church. And when you leave church, to go into the world and tell people what you know. A fresh passion in devotion, in evangelism, in mission, in devotion. A fresh passion. Number three. What God wants to do is give a fresh anointing. A fresh anointing. And this is very specific for for me, what I want to share. In the sense that God can augment the grace on your life. God can fill you so much with his spirit that the spirit of God influences all that concerns you. He influences your speech, influences your decisions, influences your creativity, and anointing to do God's will, to do it easily. Where he influences your charismatic ministry. Where the Holy Spirit, like, you've worked miracles before, but this one is different this time. Unusual miracles that the handkerchiefs and aprons that come off of you can heal the sick, like happened with Paul in Ephesus. A fresh anointing in your evangelical ministry that as you preach the gospel, just this unusual conviction that as you're speaking, it's pricking the hearts of those who hear. God wants to do a new thing. In your ministry. Every believer here, we have ministry that God has called us to do. Different parts of one body, but we've been called to do something for his glory. Hallelujah. We've been called, called to disciple nations, to reconcile men back to him. So you need this anointing. You can receive it as you go into your year. In 2024, a fresh grace, a fresh anointing that makes things that were once difficult, easy. For the sake of the Lord. Next year, I want you to practice the presence of God. Engage your world with this confidence that the greater one lives in you. That you carry an anointing. You carry a presence wherever you go. That consciousness. I want you to see it. This is what God is doing in our midst and in this year. Say fresh anointing. Oh, some of you are going to taste this. In fact, my prayer is that everyone, it touches everyone, and everyone experiences it. You will know. You just know that it's easier to walk miracles. It's easier to preach the gospel. It's easier to flow in the things of the Spirit to receive and to supply. That's what I pray for you in the name of Jesus. And number four, fresh opportunities. God wants to give us fresh opportunities in the new year. If I bring it more to a career-centric position, I do believe that God wants to give us, for for the sake of the work, let me put it this way, for the sake of the work that we have to do, God wants to give us new career opportunities. Whether it's a business or a corporate nine-to-five kind of job, God wants to bring new opportunities that compensate you the right way. Praise the name of Jesus. He sees your desires, but he can do that. He can give you a fresh start. It could even be in the same company. It could be that where you are already, God elevates you. Psalm 76, verse 6 to 7 says "There's No one, <coughs> excuse me. No one from the east or the west or from the desert can exalt themselves. The other way the KJV says it is, promotion does not come from the east or the west. It is God who judges. He brings one down and he exalts another. If you're going to grow in your company, best believe that God is interested in that, in helping you reach the next level, even as you put in the work. Even though, and that's very important, that you put in the work, that you are excellent in all that you do. When, when they examined Daniel and his friends, they found them to be excellent. That a spirit of excellence was upon them. Think about it. That they tried to find a way to, to accost and apprehend Daniel and throw him into prison. But they could not find a single thing. The only thing they found against Daniel was that he was prayerful. Can you think about that? An excellent spirit. Excellent spirit that whatever you touch turns to gold. that whatever you do is produced in excellence. That you set the standard even for the world. God wants that of us. If Daniel back then, pre-death, resurrection of Christ Jesus, had the spirit of excellence, which is the same spirit that you have now, you have even more. You have better. You have the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. He's your supernatural advantage your supernatural advantage and I want you to put him to work and trust him in this season you just find that there's favor for you that even in the places where you don't even necessarily merit it somehow people just see you and say I want to favor you I want to take you up higher I want to promote you I want to give you that raise I want to take you and switch your career up a bit and and set you on the right path for many of you you would want to start businesses next year. I'm going to talk about this some more. There's a prophecy that the Lord has given concerning this. But some of you will start businesses. And look, I want you to go courageously. I want you to know going that, see, especially when you've done your homework well, that God will back you up, that he will bring an increase to your business. You can have a fresh approach to it. Yes, you might have had seasons where it was dry, where it was barren, where it's like, oh, I'm not getting enough clients, my products are not doing so well, and my customers are dwindling in number. But guess what? God can give you a fresh start, where your energy goes back to 100%. You put in the work, and you start to see the results. God can give you new, fresh opportunities. Do you believe it? Fresh opportunities in your life. But aside from the career path, I think that God wants to give many of you ministerial opportunities, ministry opportunities, and I want you see, I want to see every one of you step into that, where God leads you to step into a leadership position for the sake of the gospel, where God asks you to take up some new responsibilities. I want you to take them, fresh opportunities for the gospel. Praise the name of Jesus. That you say, Lord, help me. Seek your burdens and carry them. Make your name honored through my life. Make meaning of my life in all that you do. Make a name for yourself through my life. There will be new ministerial opportunities next year. Many of you will be pushed out of your comfort zone. I want you to embrace it. It's your destiny. (laughs) It's your destiny to do the work of the Lord. It's your destiny to embrace the calling of Jesus To carry his burdens because his burdens are easy and his burden is light, his yoke is easy. Praise the name of Jesus. So it's a fresh start for us. God wants us to go in this understanding that he's renewing our strength, renewing our passions, renewing the opportunities, just fresh. That you can be 10 years in the faith and it looks like you've just started. Where is this energy coming from? Why are you so passionate about the Lord? Isn't it boring at this point in time where you're like, no. I love the Lord. I am passionate for the Lord. It's a fresh start for you. I pray that in the name of Jesus that all of you as you transition into the new year, you're coming with fresh energy. You're coming with fresh ideas. You're coming with fresh motivation. You're coming with fresh opportunities, fresh increase in your life you are coming with fresh grace in the name of Jesus. Make no mistake, next year is going to come with his own challenges. Oh, just like every year, right? <laughs> every year is just the same, in my opinion. But this 2024, it's a, it's a transitionary year, a prophetically transitionary year, especially for this church. I know we're barely just two months old, but the Lord is going to do something very prophetic in our ministry, prophetic in this church. You will see it. We're entering a phase where the year will come with its challenges and its difficulties, but God will preserve us through it all. God will keep our energy fresh. Our finances will not be hurt by any economic variations or crisis. It'll be a challenging year for many of us, but God will preserve us. Danger will come knocking, calamity will come close, but we'll always escape. In the name of Jesus, I want to read your heart. See, the Lord has told me this, and now I feel like I can confidently share this with you, just to prepare you. Many times we've been praying concerning this, and some of you have sensed what is going on. But this is what is happening. There is a. I don't want to sound superstitious. But there is a spirit of death that is lurking around us. Spirit of death. Not just you, but your family. To cut short the plan, next year is so significant in the body of Christ that the devil is trying so hard. If he cannot get your mind, if he cannot get someone to to lure you and take you astray, he's going to affect you. He will target your health. He will target your life. Be it by accident, be it by sickness, he's going to try. But in the name of Jesus, he's failed already. In Jesus' name, the Lord will preserve every one of you. Oh, death will be far from you. Sickness will be far from you. In the name of Jesus. Your finances will not suffer for it. In the name of Jesus. I want us to end on this scripture, this text. Isaiah chapter 40 from verse 29 to 31. I want this to encourage you, come what may, right? The good thing about 2024 is that you have a community. You have a community of faith that loves you. We love you here at Vivified Church. So you're not alone. You're not going through it alone. You have a community to hold your hands through it all, and that's how we do life. We do life together. 2024 was a good year because we partnered together, amen. It was a good year. In my mind's eye, I see all that we've done for the Lord in 2024 and all that we'll do for the Lord in this year will surpass all the years prior in the name of Jesus. Isaiah 40 from verse 29 to 31. He gives power to the faint and to him who has no might, he increases strength. Do you see that? The one who is tired and weary and like, look, I've tried this Christianity thing. I, I've done all I can. I've worked so hard in my job. But I'm, I just have nothing in me to give. It is the Lord who's, who, who increases strength. It's a reality. He increases strength. And verse 30 said, even the youth shall faint and be weary. Even young people that are meant to be energetic will faint and be weary and we see that happening. Maybe you've even experienced a burnout this year. You've been weak, you've been tired, you've fainted. Young men shall fall exhausted, but they who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. What is the difference between those who faint and are exhausted and cannot go on? It is that those who wait on the Lord are renewed in strength. You need to wait on the Lord more this year. Wait on his strength. Trust in his ability through you. Allow him to empower you for the work ahead. And you'll see yourself sore. You'll see yourself run and you will not be weary. You will walk and you will not faint in the name of Jesus. So it's a year of a fresh start for us. A fresh start in the will of God. And God is going to use the year as an emblem for new beginnings for us. Praise the name of Jesus. you Believe it. shout aloud, amen. You're going to see it happen. A fresh start, true and true. A fresh start, fresh life fresh growth, fresh passions in the name of Jesus. And with this, I want to just announce to you the kind of year we're having. The year 2024 at the Vivified Church is the genesis. It's the genesis. It is in an emblem of new beginnings in the will of God. That's what it is. New beginnings. Year of Genesis. Praise the name of Jesus. I am more excited than you can imagine. It's a year. It's our year. Fresh starts, new beginnings, life-changing, course-altering opportunities and moments throughout the year that God will use to make us better. And I, I can't wait to see you prosper in the new year. I can't wait for your businesses to take an all-time high. I can't wait to see you do ministry the way God wanted you to do it. I I can't wait to see you at the forefront and not in the back seat. I can't wait for you to have fresh desires to hear you speak and hear your heart burn, to burn for the Lord, to yearn for Jesus like you had only just begun. I can't wait for it. But you see, what God is going to do in this year for us is he's going to increase every one of us, increase us in our capacity and in our graces. Praise the name of Jesus. Without spending more time, I want to just prophesy over us. I want, us to, lead, I want to lead you into a session of prayer right now. So let's pray in the Spirit. Let's pray in the Spirit. The Lord has words for us in the new year, and these are the words that will carry us and sustain us as we go. So pray in the Holy Ghost now. If what you've heard meant something to you, I want you to pray and say, yes, Lord, it's a fresh start for me. A new beginning where I forget the things that are past and I look forward to that which is to come in your will. I look forward to the new beginnings and the fresh opportunities in your will. Palet all break a fresh start all round for us. So a fresh start all round let telebachos. Enhanced graces. Oh, we've seen ourselves teach in this capacity. Next year, it's even better. We've seen ourselves evangelizing this way. It's even better. We've prophesied, given words of knowledge, healed the sick. Next year, times 10, times 20. Oh, the charismatic comes easy for us. Ketele bele Oh, we grow exponentially in the faith. We experience experience exponential growth in the faith. In the name of Jesus, our faith will not be shaken, our faith will not be moved. In the name of Jesus, we always prosper in your will. We always prosper in your will. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name we have prayed. One thing the Lord promised us in the new year as a ministry is that we are going to experience supernatural announcements. Supernatural announcements. The kind that happened at, at the upper room where 3,000 people from different tribes, ethnicities, were somehow gathered with some supernatural magnetic pull to this place. 3,000 people flocked there. So hear what this man, Peter, had to say. Oh, God is doing that with us, where people from far and wide, nations across, places that are are, are almost unreached, will just hear about us supernaturally, so know about the work we're doing. And come in their numbers. God is going to do it. And I want us to pray. Hold on to this pro- this prophecy. And pray, Lord, in the name of Jesus, there is supernatural announcement for this church. I want you to pray prophet- prophetically. Lord, there is supernatural announcement for us. Like a siren, let your spirit draw men and women to our midst. People of different backgrounds, of different tribes, of different races, of different opportunities bring them our way. Bring them to this community where they can be loved and groomed in the faith. Can you pray right now? Oh, supernatural announcement for us as a church. Supernatural awareness. Supernatural announcement and a pull to the work you're doing here. We will see it before our eyes. We will see it before our eyes. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Katebeletos. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. And you know, because of this, the Lord is saying that we are going to enter a fifth gear momentum. A fifth gear momentum. What that means is even though you started the way you started, at some point the acceleration at which we're going will just shift and things become faster. Where God redeems the time and brings the things that will normally take longer, makes them come shorter. Are you with me? God can do that and he will do that with us. So can you declare, Lord, in the name of Jesus, we entered the fifth gear momentum as you have said. Accelerated growth. We experience quantum leaps in qualitative and quantitative growth as a ministry. Come on, pray right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, it will be said of us that we took quantum lips for the gospel. It will be said of us that we entered into our fifth gear momentum, that we moved with the speed of the Holy Ghost, the speed that could carry a man like Elijah to outrun horses, that speed that only happens supernaturally. We see it happen with us. We see it happen with us. In the name of Jesus, Beleko Prata Silemeneko Repaliko Epile kaili ukubrookt as efelekia efelekia rakapalatume repeleta irikia polu kupoluna isefelikai rakapalato repeletia zepele zepele kuprukotoy asila thank you lord jesus oh in jesus mighty name we have prayed the lord has promised us that financial favor is coming, an avalanche of financial favor. I'm not doing this to make you feel happy or feel good. He says he will do this because of this, for the sake of the work. For the sake of the work of ministry, he's going to do this. And, and this is what is going to happen. For the magnitude of the work that we'll have to do next year, the partnerships, the missions, the discipleship, many of you will have to step into entrepreneurial ventures for this reason. And this will take boldness, this will take wisdom, it will take strong business acumen, but it needs to be done. There is such a limitation to just being paid a salary. So God wants to take our short-sightedness and help us see bigger so he can do bigger with us. So many of you that have entrepreneurial desires and you know that this one, these desires were put by God. I want you to obey and step up. I want you to take those risks. I want you to take those opportunities. I want you to start something. Let the Lord show and prove in your life that he wants to use you for his glory. Let him transform your business ideas, bring them to reality. Are you with me? Those, of those, those business ideas that have been sitting in the back burner, those ideas that have been dormant and, and, and have not been touched in any way, It's time to bring them out. It's time to execute them. It's time to make partnerships. It's time to network with the right people. It's time to sell and market those products. Because God wants to use it for his kingdom's cause. Can you pray? If that, if that sounds like you remotely, I want you to pray. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I rise to the occasion and step into those entrepreneurial ventures. And through these ventures, you will bless the work of ministry. You will bless your church and advance your gospel. I will be blessed to be a blessing through these businesses. In the name of Jesus, ask the Lord for the boldness, for the wisdom to execute. The boldness and the wisdom to execute. That, that, that grace to be a leader, a business leader. Where you may not have gone for a formal education, but somehow you know how to work a business. Somehow clients are just attracted. You will see it happen. Where clients are just attracted to you. Attracted to your products. And somehow your business is blooming. That the economical crisis has nothing on you. Just booming. Just growing. God wants to do that with your life. Hey, come on, pray. If that is you, pray. This year will be a year where it changes for me, where it changes for my business. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh, if you believe it, then you will see it. Hallelujah. Lord is also saying that there will be compensation for past labors. Compensation, I've given this word to one or two of you because I think, I think it, it, is, it is something that would surprise you. But, but I want to prophesy this corporately for those of you who have worked so hard, right? This word is also for me. I have worked so hard. I have done things for the work of ministry. I want to see results, more results. So in the name of Jesus, let it be as you've said, Lord, compensation. Results of past labors. We will see in the name of Jesus. We will see it in the name of Jesus and it will come quickly. In the name of Jesus. It is the year where it all comes together for many of you. It will just make sense why you had to go through that process, why you had to go through that journey, why you had to suffer that thing. It will all come together to make sense to you in the next year. In the name of Jesus. Lord says this and I'm going to close with this that there will be a concentrated manifestation of God's power in this church. It will be seen, it will be experienced. Our our charismatic expression is going up a notch in the name of Jesus. Lord, let it be as you've said. Let your presence be felt. Let your power be felt here. Not just from me, myself, but everyone who identifies and partners with this ministry. They will see their charismatic ministry go to an all-time high. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for anyone here, if you are sick in your bodies by the power of the Lord, Holy Spirit of God, not bound by distance or time, right now touch them, right now heal them according to their faith, heal every disease, every affliction, leave now in the name of Jesus, I pray you are preserved in health, in sound health. You and your families, in the name of Jesus, you are kept from all evil. You are preserved from wicked and evil and unreasonable men. In the name of Jesus, may the Lord be gracious to you. I said, may the Lord be gracious to you. May you fall more and more in love with Jesus. Every passing day that you will fall more and more in love with Jesus. Lord, we pray that this church, this community will continue to be a sirene of love to the lost. Lord, I pray that 2024, amidst the challenges and problems and trials that will arise, our lives will be marked with ease. The trademark of your life come 2022 will be marked with ease in the name of Jesus. Marked with ease in the name of Jesus. Things that were supposed to be difficult and long and strenuous will be easy to you. That includes your devotion and all your endeavors. In Jesus' mighty matchless name, we have prayed. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Come and rejoice in the spirit. Hallelujah. And I want to welcome you to the year. 2024, the year of Genesis for us at the ministry. Fresh starts and new beginnings. Come on, just celebrate someone around you and say, welcome to the, the best year of your life yet. Welcome to 2024, a year of a fresh start and new beginnings in the will of God. Hallelujah, I celebrate you and congratulate you in advance. You've won already. The victory is yours. By come this time next year, or by the end of this year, 2024, I uh, the testimonies we will share. The tears of joy we will cry. Oh, I can't wait for it. But all of you, none of you will be left behind. You will follow the will of God. It will become as clear as day to you. And your faith and your health will not fail. Your faith will not be shaken. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hope you've been blessed and you had a great time. And I hope that you're going to put these words to practice. Desire this fresh start in your life. Look forward to new opportunities that the Lord will present to you. And be consistent in your discipleship. Come to church. Don't miss church for anything. No excuse will be worth it. That excuse you cannot give as to why you miss work on Monday. (laughs) As they say, it should not be an excuse for why you miss church on Sunday. Amen. Come to church participate. Decide to do better than you did last year. Amen. And I pray the Lord will strengthen and help you all in the name of Jesus.